With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Get ready, Vikings Nation! Welcome to Purple and Gold for Days, where my friend and yours, Mr. Justin Day, dives headfirst into the Purple and Gold universe, delivering the latest updates and commentary on your favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. Number five on my list, best Vikings team of all time, is going to be the 2000 Minnesota Vikings, led by second year uh, Dante Culpepper, uh, the last legs of Chris Carter, uh, Randy Moss third year, last year of Robert Smith, and a fairly mediocre defense. That's my number five team of all time in my lifetime. Number four, 2017, uh, Case Keenum, Mike Zimmer, Zim Zim Reapers, that sort of thing. Now, number three on my list is the 1987 team. It was a strike-shortened season, so don't let that 8-7 eight, seven, eight and seven record fool you. Three of those losses were with scrub players. That team was the fifth team out of five because there was only the three divisions and two wildcard teams, and they were the fifth team to get in. Number two, 2009, aforementioned, Brett Favre, uh, Jared Allen on defense, the Williams Wall, Antoine Winfield, uh, some guy named Adrian Peterson, and, of course, to no surprise to anybody, the best team in my lifetime, the 1998 rookie Randy Moss, 15-1. We're going to Miami until we weren't. Uh, thank you to about five different things. No, it was not just Gary Anderson missing a field goal. It was not just Dennis Green taking a knee. Robert Griffith had two interceptions on that tying drive in his hands that he dropped. Robert Smith ran out of bounds three times on the missed field goal drive. And uh, 
Randy Moss dropped a touchdown in the end zone. They settled for a field goal on that drive. So it wasn't just one thing. That's my order. Five through one of the best teams. Yeah, number one, 1998. Number two, 2009. Number three, 1987. Number four, 2017. Number five, 2000. Yes, I know. Real simple. The five teams that made the NFC Championship game in my lifetime. Honorable mention goes to 1999 with Jeff George. But realistically, I don't think any of the other teams that lost in the divisional round of the playoffs you could really put above any one of the teams I had in my top five. But I've got 98, 09, and 87 tier above you know 2017 2000 and and 1999 but the reason i rank the teams in that order is because i believe that if somehow some way you could put any of those two teams on the same football field together that i believe that 98 would beat 09 and i believe 98 would beat everybody and i believe 09 would beat everybody else not named 98 that sort of thing but i've got a separate list here teams most likely to have won their super bowl had they not kicked away the NFC Championship game. Number four, number five, 2000 and 2017. You can put them in any order you want. They both would have got killed. I'm sorry. Ray Lewis and company would have beaten Dante, Chris Carter, and Randy Moss. And even though it would have been in our own building, Bill Belichick would have found a way to beat Case Keenum. But my official list, I'm going to keep 2000 at the bottom simply because I will give us minus, minuscule slight edge to the fact that it would have been an incredible two weeks with the Super Bowl in our building. So number five is 2000. Number four is 2017. And here is where the list gets interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Number three, most likely team that lost in the NFC Championship game in my lifetime for the Minnesota Vikings that would have uh, best chance to go on to win the Super Bowl. Number three, 1998. That's right. My best team ever still only had the third best chance. Why? Because they had so many injuries in that game against the Atlanta Falcons that unfortunately, well, for the first 58 minutes, it was great to be in attendance in that game. The last two minutes in overtime, eh, not so much. Uh, Ed McDaniel blew out his knee. John Randall was limping because he hyperextended his knee in the last play of the Arizona Cardinals game the week before. Randy Moss had had a... uh, he got hit uh, with a helmet right into one of his uh, uh, the right side of his abs, and that's why he was somewhat ineffective from the second quarter on. Uh, David Dixon blew out his knee. Robert Smith blew out his knee. Going in, up against the defending Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos with John Elway and um, Terrell Davis. I'm sorry. Even though I think 98 was the best team, I think they're only the third best chance to win the Super Bowl because I don't know how they would have done against Denver. But number two on the list. The 2009 Minnesota Vikings with Brett Favre. You saw how purple his ankle was. I do believe that they probably would have defeated the Indianapolis Colts and Peyton Manning. But at the end of it, for me, I put the 1987 Road Warriors. I know, 8-7. and seven, Don't look at that record. That team went on the road against the New Orleans Saints, who were widely regarded as the second best team in the NFC behind the first seed in San Francisco 49ers, but they were the wild card, so they were the four seed. We went on the road and absolutely destroyed the Saints. Anthony Carter with a punt return touchdown. Wade Wilson with a Hail Mary pass to Hassan Jones at the end of the second quarter when the Saints had 12 men on defense and gave the Vikings a free play. They absolutely crushed the Saints that day, and nobody gave the Vikings a chance to win that game. And then nobody gave us a chance to beat the Joe Montana, Jerry Rice-led San Francisco 49ers. The next week, we end up winning 36-24, to and the score was not even that close. San Francisco got a couple of garbage time touchdowns from Steve Young. That's right. The Vikings put Joe Montana on the bench in the playoffs during his prime. 
Somehow, some way, we beat the two best teams in the NFC in the 49ers and the Saints. Somehow, some way, the Vikings had a nail biter against the Washington football team. I will not. Darren Nelson drops a pass on fourth down. You can blame Darren Nelson. You can blame Wade Wilson. You can blame Anthony Carter for running the wrong route and not pulling the coverage off of him the way he was supposed to, however you want to put it. I'm telling you right now, I know with absolute certainty that that team would have beaten the Denver Broncos, led by John Elway again. Think about that. Think of the symmetry there. 1987 and 1998. Had we won our NFC Championship games, we would have been facing John Elway. John Elway's Broncos could not get over the hump back in the 80s. Washington absolutely destroyed them. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying that the 87 team was better than 09 or better than 98, but I am telling you that if all five teams had gotten to their Super Bowls, they would have had the best chance to win one. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, my top five, 87, 09, 98, 17, 2000. Just one Super Bowl before we die, ladies and gentlemen. That's the mantra. Just one before we die. I know Dave, Grandpa Dave wants to uh, wants to be the dynasty that New England is. And yes, that would be great, Dave. I agree with you. It would be awesome. But I'll just take one first before I'm worried about being a dynasty. I just want one. <laughs> This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.